0: Hello there, it's Jamila Jamil. Are you by any chance listening to this podcast promo while out on a walk? If so, good for you. That's going to make both your mind and your body feel better. On my podcast, I Weigh, this month, we're going to be exploring mental health and talking to amazing guests about other things that you can do to make yourself feel better with guests like Simon Sinek from The Optimism Company, therapist Vienna Farron, comedian Neil Brennan, and more. Listen to I Weigh wherever you get your podcasts. Them. We'll read them. Then we'll give you answers. You know it. I've got it. I've got the answer. The answer. You ask me. Are you in ah, 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 Well, tis a blessed day because this is Wednesday, October 12th, which means you've had a full 24 hours to consume both my new Netflix special, Hot Forever, and my new book, All Things Aside. And if you haven't digested both of them, what are you even doing, Susan? We are doing a special Ask Eliza Anything, All Things Aside episode today, thematically. I don't think anyone's fully read that book a few times yet. And so- When we asked for questions, the book wasn't out yet. (laughs) Positive how that promo worked. You were really good about that. And I've just been traveling so much. And I just wanted to say, I'm in a hotel room in New York recording and you were like, hey, your video's off, which it wasn't a minute ago. And I think there is this interference with your technological skills once you become a mom. And I'm just going to admit this, more than ever now, all of a sudden, the flashlight on my phone will just be on. <laughs> phone, I don't know why. And I think it knows I had a baby. So it's like, I'm just going to go nuts. I watch my mom with her phone and I'm just like, what? Like my uncle, who's in his 70s, we went out to dinner and he couldn't read the menu. So he went to an app he would purchased that had a flashlight. And I was like, give me your phone right now. Like, delete this fucking. Chinese spyware and used... I was like, it, you, where do you think this flashlight came from? It, your phone has one. My
1: dad yesterday, his phone, his flashlight was on. And I said, "What? what's going on? And he goes, I got to close out of the app. I was like, what app? Yeah, what app? And
0: <laughs> I can appreciate the learning gap because our parents didn't grow up with this technology. We didn't either, to be fair, but we can adapt to it easier. That being said, if there is a younger person around, like I know how to convert a fucking PDF. I know how to send files. Like I've edited all my own things. But if Taylor's around, I'm like, can you send this? I don't know (laughs) where the home keys
1: are. (laughs) I know when no one's there, you get a file over to me real quick. But if someone else is there, you're like, yeah, someone will send.
0: (laughs) I am trying every day to level up and live my life as like an over 50 Male, like executive <laughs> producer that just like has people dial in my Zoom calls for me. If somebody people are always telling women to like ask for help, I will take it. Like if some like just now Kara was like my manager. I I'm doing Mike Burbiglia's podcast in Brooklyn. And I was like, okay, I'll just see you later. She's like, Do you want me to meet you in Brooklyn? And I'm like, Yeah, I don't know how to take a cab. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how the app works. <laughs> I love help. I love a free ride. I love, I just love help. Get into it. There's no, no one's going to doubt your strength. If you're like, I actually don't know how the train works. Can you, can I use your Metro car? <laughs> <laughs> Please. Please, I'm scared. Remember Grandpa Simpson? I'm cold and there are wolves after me. Oh no. So what, so what are you up to
1: on this coast? What is it that you're doing?
0: Well, I mean, folks, if you're hearing this on Wednesday, that means you missed your chance to see me in New Jersey. On Tuesday, but you can still see me in D.C. tonight, which is Wednesday, right? Let me double check. Mm -hmm. Do you know that or are you just agreeing with me? I I mean, I know you'll be in D.C. Yep. (laughs) D.C. uh, today. And then the 13th is Chicago. And then the 14th and 15th, those are the book tour. And 14th, I'm actually playing, like doing my actual stand-up routine routine, uh, in (laughs) Vegas. Um, And then, I didn't tell you this, so... I'll tell you later, but I got a part on a very big TV show. And I hope that we can negotiate it. And like, I still have it, but I will fly from Vegas to that set. So I will not, I will have been in my home, like a total of 48 hours for like a full month if I book that.
1: Is this what you're? You posted the other day. You were celebrating something. Yeah, and it? and
0: I know I hate the cryptic, like big news coming. You never you do that. Look at, but it is such a win because it is so hard. I I just never get TV stuff. Like you've known me my whole career. Like my only TV shows for the most part are like shows that I've made, and those aren't even like scripted. Anywho, it's <laughs> Was it wasn't
1: offensive when I saw a film with a an. Uptight blonde character with shoulder pads, and immediately thought,
0: "Why isn't this Eliza?" Emily's like, "Did you read for smile?" I'm like, "No," and I like went back and looked, <laughs> and then I saw like all the auditions that I didn't get that I did read for. I'm like, "I'll just sit." Down I just here. like
1: there's a lot. Horror movies are always like, "Let's have one like one crazy sister who who gets it."
0: <laughs> well, because remember, I read for what was the one that they didn't release because it was like a weird conservative. like biopic. Oh God.
1: I know the one that they released that, that
0: I think Britney Snow got your part. That one. Wait, no. X. There was X that I read for, which I I really Mm -hmm. feel I almost had. Uh, And then there was the one where she, it was like the, like the game where they hunt people.
1: Oh, the hunt. No, that came out (laughs) with Betty Gilpin. Yes. And she's great. And then she's really good. It's a good movie, but. but Nobody watched it. Turns
0: out saying to the casting director in the session, I would really like this part, doesn't really sway the hurt. It doesn't do anything. <laughs> Anywho. Um, okay. I just have to say, for anybody listening, the book tour has been so much fun. We just did the event at the 92nd Street Y here in New York. It was such a, such a diverse group in terms of age and background. And apparently the whole thing was live streamed, which I didn't know until halfway in. But- <laughs> It is really nice in such a tumultuous career to get to spend have some face time with fans and have you guys say all your nice things. And I really feel like I'm on to something here. So <laughs> thanks for showing up and thanks for buying the book and the special because without support, you know, we'll just go away.
1: And you're not going to forget them when you're
0: a big TV star. No, you can't. You can't start from the bottom. Now we're right here answering your questions on a very special Ask Eliza Anything uh, X in collab with All Things Aside. A-T-A. Oh my God. A-I-A-A-T-A. Yeah. A-I-T-A, A-I-A-A-T-A. A lot of A's. So yeah. So in All Things Aside, one of the Chapters I have is called Annoying Court, and I basically write like a little mini screenplay. It's like a court transcript as a screenplay about the time I mentally took myself to Annoying Court because every once in a while you need to ask yourself like, Am I being annoying? Now, no one called me annoying to my face. My husband doesn't think I'm annoying, but sometimes I annoy myself because it just seems the older I get, the harder it is to like get out of the house. Like, oh, I forgot my liquids. Oh, I forgot my sunscreen. (sighs) Oh, my neck pillow. so I just chronicle like all the, these trips that we took and how annoying I was. There's nothing more annoying than getting a UTI, especially if you're in a remote area. You're like, now we've got to drive half hour to a CVS. So, so we thought it would be a nice little, I don't know, partnership with questions about grievances. And then we can do more episodes based on the book. But, you know, you really need to get the book to understand how life works yeah
1: this is the week right like we need it this week you need to buy it today we
0: needed it weeks ago because pre-orders count the most the new york times bestseller <laughs> list is it doesn't count audible downloads and it doesn't count foreign sales i'm like that's a big fuck you to canada my number one supporter so please buy it now I, mean, I already told
1: i told canada they couldn't win and they're in the comments like we're attached to you and i'm like i'm sorry
0: no yeah yeah um It counts overall in terms of book sales and getting another book and money, but trying to get that accolade. So Mm -hmm. share it with everyone, hook it up. Okay, let's get to it. Okay.
1: So when I asked for your annoying court questions, I did not ask you to put yourselves on trial because I did not expect anyone to be that honest. So I just asked for cases people would bring to annoying court. So it's about other people for the most part. So I'm thinking we have a ton. We're going to run through them. And we'll see which ones make you really mad. Wait, I have a question.
0: Yeah. I can only see the top of it. And I hate when people describe things on podcasts. It's like the audience can't see. It looks like you're drinking out of a metal cup, but it looks like one of those things you make a milkshake in. Oh, it's like a Gryffindor craft beer. It's the Wild Bill's root beer
1: mug that you can bring and get a $5, $7 root beer. The $60 mug.
0: Remember that harrowing journey. Well, does it taste better?
1: It's full of water. Oh, good I for you. I just needed a cup for water. Wait, can
0: I tell you, I mentioned you at the 92 Y last night because they were talking about chapters from the book that were cut. And I had a whole chapter about how I, I got you <laughs> as my assistant and the unabashed love, the exquisite pleasure of loving another woman in a heterosexual way and <laughs> and having like this true relationship. And I was like, and I just worry about her because I think she's going to die because she doesn't drink water. She only drinks you <laughs> <laughs> And so- i'm glad you're drinking water glad to see you hydrating
1: i'm only drinking water because i ran out of coffee drink oh good i don't even drink real coffee i drink um it's pre-made mixed vanilla whatever right so i ran out of that so i was like what do i do and so i just got water as a it's just this consolation prize i'm glad
0: you're drinking coffee though there's got to be some caffeine in that thing yeah good for you you know, get thin. Okay. Yeah.
1: (laughs) I know. You're like, my special just came out in my book and Emily is drinking water.
0: Get ready for (laughs) thin girl winter. Doesn't that sound (laughs) like a Scandinavian horror movie that you would audition for and not get, even though I came up with it. (laughs) Thin girl winter. (laughs) All right. We're ready. Okay. Okay. Now, because
1: people like to talk about what annoys them, they a lot of people commented with their names. So we can actually say names. And then we'll get into the anonymous DMs, okay. okay? I'm ready. Sarah Smiles, 35, as a parent, when my son was a toddler and I was pregnant with my second, a tourist couple came up and picked up my son and oh. started posing for photos with him like he was a face character at Disneyland. about six years and I can't stop thinking about how my son is in some random couple's photo album.
0: That's hilarious. Well, uh- <laughs> That's less annoying and more scary. Why? What does your baby look like? Uh, We apparently a lot of uh, listeners have really hot babies. (laughs) Um, is that annoying? Because I think that's like I know that a lot of people have pictures with Blanche in them. They've like posed with her randomly at like restaurants. There, I'll never forget. I was in San Francisco and there were this. There was this like all. Asian gay group of guys. There were like eight Asian dudes who were all gay and they were all BFF. And I was like, would you like a picture with the dog? And so there's a picture somewhere of like this all Asian, like gay friend group and Blanche is just in the middle and they're just like fawning over her. I like to think, <laughs> I like to think they framed it.
1: I remember at a, uh, an event you did at Flapper's and you were doing a, pr- a run through of one of your specials and I was holding Blanche after cause you were like meeting and greeting with people and, people were like asking for photos with her. And I was like, you have to turn your flash off. Yeah, because of little eyes. Be careful with her. <laughs> like I was her little bodyguard. I
0: love that. I don't know if that, you know, so what, I'll be the judge here. And I just say if that's annoying or not. I mean, you're. Yeah, people. you rule. It's not annoying. annoying it's annoying that it's they scary. touched your child. That's the part you should be annoyed about. <laughs> but I think it's, it's just frustrating because you'll never get to see that picture and what they did with it. Hopefully it was something appropriate.
1: I hope it's in their house.
0: I hope it's in their house.
1: They're like, I met a white baby, or is it? I met this ugliest baby I ever seen
0: in my life. See, it can't be annoying if you're white and they like are not white, and like if they came from like Sudan and they were like, "What is that? We got to take a picture with this white baby." Then it's kind of like this is hilarious. The other way around, it's weird. If it's a black baby, that's weird. This is a white baby. I don't know. (laughs) Then their baby must be stunning or looks like a jack o' lantern. I don't know. (laughs)
1: okay kate nichols 87 leaf blowers i hate them they're noisy and most people don't bag up their leaves drives me insane give me a leaf vacuum they make them i don't know why more people don't buy them okay maybe this isn't a minor annoyance but you get it thank you for letting me air my grievances i think there is a power in just saying what annoys you which
0: Uh, is why i um, like
1: annoying court
0: that's fair i'll bang my gavel i mean the leaf blower thing I leaf blowers are like a simmering annoyance because you don't realize how anxious it's making you until it stops. And you're like, oh, that's what it was like a yeah. temporary tumor. Yeah. Uh, permission, <laughs> permission denied. Bench warranted. Oh. <laughs> it's no secret that fast fashion and the demand for fashion in general is helping to wreck our planet while well, introducing New Newly is a subscription clothing rental service. For just $98 a month, you get your choice of any six styles each month. Access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands with inclusive sizing. And they have fast free shipping and returns and professional cleaning in Newly's state-of-the-art laundering facility. Plus the option to buy what you love. I gifted Newly to a friend whose daughter works in an office where you have to be presentable. And it's trendy. She gets to try out stuff. She always looks fresh at work. She always looks cute. And when she's done with it, which we usually are after wearing something for a while, she can send it right back. Newly is a great value at ninety-eight dollars a month for any six styles, but right now you can get twenty dollars off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code Eliza twenty. Just go to n u u l y dot com. That's Newly with two U's, and under the code Eliza twenty and sign up to get twenty dollars off your first month. That's n u u l y dot com. Newly with two U's with code Eliza twenty. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. I'm busy and this time of year gets even busier. I've had my baby, I'm back to work, I'm at meetings, I'm on tour, I'm running around and I don't always have time to sit down for a meal with my family. Sometimes I get home from set so late and I just need to eat something nutritious and go to bed. And that's why I like Factors, fresh, never frozen meals because they're dietitian approved and they're ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy I am, and I'm busy, I always have time to get a nutritious, great tasting meal.
1: How do you feel about wish you had a bish? People that ask for a water cup but get soda instead. Um, okay, that's tough. That's tough. That's I don't like it as a rule follower, but I can see why people would like it as like sticking it to the corporation.
0: You know, it depends on the restaurant. If it's a mom and pop restaurant, like they're Absolutely. just paying for that soda. That being said, as someone who just likes a splash of soda, like I just want like literally a sip and stealing is wrong and you can't you're not allowed to like rationalize it. But the more and more evil corporations become, the more I'm like, I don't care if you fucking bleed. So mom and pop go Coca-Cola and this is all folks don't do any of this. Not OK. No. Cheesecake Factory, although I don't think you can get your own soda there.
1: You can't get your own soda at the Cheesecake Factory. It's a classy establishment.
0: Yeah. So people
1: do, at Chipotle, people will do, get a water cup and then get lemonade.
0: Hey, why are we still offering lemonade? Like, do you need this? <laughs> what, are we all <laughs> sitting on a porch somewhere in, in Georgia? No.
1: I only get a lemonade when they're like, the Coke's broken or whatever. Sometimes they'll be like, we don't have any, we're out of soda. And I'm like okay, Um, what else do you have that will rot my
0: teeth? But that's the thing is the soda has the caffeine and the bubbles. Like I always get a club soda because the bubbles are what you're after. Lemonade is just like, you want flat soda? (laughs) (laughs) Lemonade, uh, yeah. I I think, I don't know. I don't know. People like the tartness, but you can't steal. But sometimes you can. I mean, you take a lot of free napkins and that's got to be stealing if you're, I don't know. I think people really gerrymander their ethics when it comes to stealing. They, I mean, yeah, it's like I think everybody's stealing something. You could rationalize it by being like, all of these companies for years stole our health from us by not disclosing nutritional information. So, yeah, I'm going to take a splash of soda. I need it. I already lost the foot. Kick it. <laughs> Guilty. Bang, bang, bang.
1: Arlene underscore with a underscore why I work in healthcare. I'm an ultrasound technologist. When I call my patients in from the waiting room and walk all the way down the hallway, leading them to my exam room, and the person has remained on their phone call since they were in the waiting room the entire time, we get to the room and I have things to say about what I'm going to do. So I patiently wait and wait and wait. Finally, once they're off the phone, they begin to ask me the things I would have already told them had they hung up when I called them in the first place. What's your name? Are you doing my ultrasound? Do I take off my clothes?
0: Why don't you say no cell phones allowed beyond the waiting room? People oh, then I, will comply. More. Oh, okay.
1: And as I'm doing the exam, they pretend to listen to everything I say to only ask me questions in the end that I already answered. Yeah. <laughs> so everything is normal. Yes. Four seconds later. Okay. So everything's good. That sounds like they're scared.
0: Yeah, of course they're scared. That's different. Like regular humans aren't built to comprehend medical jargon or even listen to this stuff. And if you think about how many times I have to give my birth date and like the last date of my first date of my last period, like there's a lot of redundancies. Nobody's paying attention. I would to nip the first problem in the bud. Not that you ask. We don't allow cell phones beyond and just say it messes with the equipment. Nobody think yeah. of all the people who didn't look they use their cell phones on planes. They're like it messes with the actual airplane with the landing gear just people will comply they will you can be like you can text but you can't make any calls you can't make calls in certain you know rooms of like private clubs you can't make calls on an airplane you can't make there's equipment there's radio yeah. sensitive say that phrase magnetic radio sensitive equipment and the cell phone signal messes with our optometer it messes <laughs> with our hypothalamus
1: a lot of people in the comments talk about
0: speakerphone in public. I think it's never acceptable. It is li- I- literally in the book I write about this. I just talk about listening to things without headphones. Uh, I, here's what I'll say. The only time you can do it, when you board the plane and the plane engine is on and like the it's loud, if you have it on like the lowest speaker and you hold it up to your ear, nobody else can really hear it. Mm-hmm. but people will watch like full movies walking down a street. It's annoying, but it's so fleeting. But other than yeah. that, like you have headphones, the like, you know, better. I think people just really don't think about it. It is so rude. It's so rude. It's so as I, I'm pointing and complaining about it because nobody listening to this thinks that they're the ones that are at fault, but it is, I'm going to yeah. just go on a, a, out and say this. It is the greatest threat to humanity.
1: the problem is I would never like when I see someone doing it I would never say anything to them but I hate them so much like on the train or wherever I'm just sitting there like I can't believe this is happening
0: I sometimes just as loud I'll just go loud which helps me feel better (laughs) taking myself to annoying court because we had a woman I had a woman on my flight to New York from Columbus it was like only an hour and a half who talked at like breakneck speed or as Kanye West, known anti-Semite, oh, calls it death con three. So that was somebody showed me his tweet and they were like, look at this anti-Semitic remark. I'm like, I'm more concerned that he doesn't know what Deathcon is, but <laughs> he's a stupid genius. Um, she talked like this over the engine at full throttle for the full <laughs> hour and a half. And I said nothing. I had no balls and I was making eye contact with other people who were like, do something, do something. So I can't it it's uncomfortable. Yeah. It's uncomfortable because you're like, if you're that dumb and crazy, chances are you're not gonna take too kindly to me being like, can you tone it down? That's
1: the thing. When I was seeing Smile, the people next to me had an entire a conversation throughout the entire <gasps> movie. And I was sitting there, like, I'm gonna say something. I'm gonna say something. And I was like, no, it's like a couple, like they're just they're just commenting on everything happening in the movie, like, oh, don't go in there. Oh, what's happening? Oh, I bet that's the dead cat. And I'm just like Ugh. I feel like
0: that one is different. We've been at movies now for a hundred years. So I think you could just be like, you guys. Like just- we were right
1: next to each other. I was like, "What? What? They're going to be mad at me, and we're going to spend the next two hours mad." Like,
0: and I was so just like, "I don't." <laughs> the righteous indignation of people who are because they're embarrassed. So then they're like, "What? We're just talking. Like, why did yeah. I give it a girl voice? That was wrong." Yeah, well, it was
1: a girl and a guy. It was a couple, Ugh. and they were having a great time. As were all the people with their cell phones on full brightness, scrolling through their notifications during the film. You- Stay at your home. You got to go to
0: a nicer theater. You got to stop going to an old I- old peep house.
1: <laughs> oh boy okay a lot of people commenting on phones so the speakerphone in public a lot of that it's what's your ruling it's unallowed you talk oh, about it in the book bang
0: bang bang get get you some headphones even the cool wired ones that gen z wears and they think they invented in mic headphones Wires. oh god My- bang 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 <laughs>
1: Genevieve, not returning a shopping cart. It's so rude. We all have places to be. Taking a few more extra steps or seconds to put your cart in the designated area is not going to kill you. Take- Side note, I have a kid before people come at me. And when he was younger, I
0: parked near the cart area or kept him with me while I returned the cart. No one's coming at you. Uh, I'll take it a step further. Returning your bin to the stack when you go through TSA or any, any security. Like Those things pile up and then nothing can get through. I mean, there is someone there to like stack them and that's probably like their job in the world. But like put things back where you found them. I understand when you're shopping, you can't always do it. But at least for cold food, like don't pick up hamburger meat and just set it down in the cereal aisle. Everything else can be forgiven. But like just the world, there's not a, the world isn't your maid. Put the cart back. Although it is weird how no matter where you park, the cart return is like always kind of far. (laughs) I
1: know. <laughs> or it's, like, fall or there's a problem. But, yeah, I will go.
0: I'm never going to just leave a card. I'm not a You also,
1: jerk. you shouldn't
0: leave a card just because you don't want it to, like, drift away and hit someone's car.
1: Yeah. Anyway. But people who leave their cards don't care about that. These are all, that.
0: I thought these were going to be, like, these are all. We'll get into the DMs in a second.
1: Okay. I, have a con- I have a controversial one, okay? Because Callie73 says... People who are always negative, I roll emoji. Yes, and though I feel that that is also me and that I'm not annoying.
0: (laughs) I don't think you're negative, to be honest. Uh, I I think I'm very negative. You're like, no, I am. Not, not (laughs) negative. I have been doing some like personal work on this. Because you like can speak into existence the world that you want. And we were playing pickleball in Martha's Vineyard. (laughs) And everybody's playing pickleball. Everybody's playing what I was enjoying about it was there's no ego. Like the people that were very good. And if I messed up, no one was like, God damn it, like there it doesn't matter, which it's a real lesson in like nothing actually matters. And so, but everybody's very, it's that very preppy, like, oh, what's worse than my backhand? Like everybody's very self aware, self-effacing. And I was making a joke to this man that I was playing with. I was like, sorry, like something like, sorry, we kept losing. I was the common thread or like we lost because of me. Like I was just making fun because whatever. And he looked at me and he goes, but did you have a good time? And I was like, I did. He goes, that's all that matters. And I was like, wow, I seem dumb. And he seems like all knowing, like, but did you have fun? And I like that. Is it a weird way to go through life? Yes, but. I do I so like for the couple of days after I tried to like be positive, only say positive things, and that you cannot be a stand up comic and do that that's I will lose my job, but I think it's if you think about like at least when I'm negative, there's a joke attached to it. I think about people I know who are always negative, and like woe is me, the like you'll see this a lot in women, it's like from the world beating you down, everything is from like look what happened to me. Look what they did to me. Like the narrative for everything becomes like, look what someone has done to me. And it is draining and you start to act like it makes me want to hurt you because you're like, I'm so weak. Everything so bad happens. It's like, then let's finish the job. So I think it's just if you, if people only understood how not fun it was to hear that complaining. Yeah. Because I think about that. I'm like, oh, this is so cute when I do it. Nope. I guess not like nobody wants to hear me be like, I bet this place is closed. Like I'm doing it because it's a defense mechanism because it's always closed. I bet they'll lose my back because they always do. But there's no point in verbalizing it that way. When- I've noticed there are some people like my dad somehow always gets a good parking spot. And I told that to my mom once and she goes, no, he just makes a big deal about it when he does. So it seems like he always does. You can do that with people like you can. You're like, oh, they always get my order. Like, I always get the best coffee. I always get... And if you say it, I don't know. There are some people... I I like that. I like playing with that energy. Like, I always... Well,
1: that's an important part about annoying court is you got to take
0: yourself so you can look at that kind of Well, I'm the judge, so I had to tell a boring story because you have to listen to me. So it's good to look (laughs) at yourself. It's good to look at yourself and be like, am I being too negative? Negative people... As long as it's funny, but even like your dark friend, it's kind of like, all right, dude, well, we all have to get up in the morning. So fucking get some therapy and move forward. Have some coffee. That puts you in a great mood.
1: We have a DM from, from a foreign listener whose book sale will not help you, but they say, hello, Eliza and Emily. I am from Slovakia, Whoa. so not eligible to win, Whoa. but would like to submit two offenses of a different nature to the honorable, annoying court. Wait.
0: I just, I don't know how courts work in your land, but like, it's not a contest. Like, there's no winner here.
1: <laughs> it's either... You. There are people are winning copies of the book. They are? <laughs> At random, and not based on their thing, because it can't be, it has to be chance, or not chance, it has... How is this working then? We're, I, we're picking random winners after this from a random generator. We can't pick winners because merit-based contests have different laws. Got it. Okay. Look. All right. I'll, I'll let it be. <laughs> where random people are winning, but this nice person submitted anyway, okay? One, clickbaity headlines that lead to poorly researched, ill-written articles, especially the ones that want to stir people up for no good reason, e.g. Gen Z is telling us to stop wearing skinny jeans, as if some 20-something really cares what my 40-year-old ass is clad in. And two... IBS in general and poop-inducing anxiety 5 minutes before meeting in particular. Your faithful listener, Sonia. PS. I have of course ordered All Things Aside and can't wait for it to arrive.
0: Sonia, you are correct. Uh the clickbait I talk about this in my book All Things Aside. It's all there to click on. So uh, there's I call I talk it like I call it generation wars there's no winner it doesn't matter and no one's like no one generation is gonna give like a mass apology so it's all just there so like some like uk male news outlet can like keep getting ad support like nobody in public is gonna be like wait are those skinny jeans i need you to leave please leave our beet juice stand
1: got an important message from someone in Canada that I need to share with you immediately.
0: Wait, sorry, we have breaking five-minute recess. Breaking news. Five-minute recess.
1: All things aside, in Canada is number one under Catholicism. Like in like the book buying thing?
0: In the category of Catholicism. You know what is actually a pet peeve of mine? When people like look at charts in a way to make it look like they're doing something— like, I remember I did some like morning radio show thing. This was like a decade ago. And this guy was like, Yeah, we beat Howard Stern in our time slot. Like, yeah, you beat him for like re aired shows at 3 a.m., like in a local Missouri market. Like, when yeah. if you have to twist the information, if it's like, if you have to do that in order to, to, Get the accolade, then it doesn't really count. Like right. when it's like first woman with full head of highlights to walk on the moon. It's like, look, someone already did it. <laughs> I but like, give me the full regular award. Um, and so and a lot of times it'll say like number one on Amazon. It's like in that moment because something else broke. Like,
1: yeah, I just went to look to see if it's in a weird category. Here, it is number one in comedy new releases in America. That's
0: because it might be the only book that came out today. Like this is not, not today. No false hope. It's not out yet.
1: Yeah, yeah. But but yeah, there's so many different categories. People can really say whatever. But the fact that it's under.
0: Um, Let me say this. Oh. She's Canadian. So, but I will mm-hmm. say this is a very American thing to be like, there's more than one way to be number one. <laughs> there's only one number one. There's only one one. There's only one one, I one baby. You, I hope you stay number one in Catholicism. Well, I'm, I am. A, I am. ai am pious, if nothing else. I'm a good I'm a Somebody else Catholic. DM'd. Okay.
1: Yeah, that's what you're fighting with Kanye about. What a turd. Your shared Catholicism. I would take anyone to a court who stands upright when the plane lands. They should get extra years on their sentence if they sit in the back of the plane or have a window seat.
0: Uh, okay. Okay. As someone who sits in the window seat Ooh. and does stand, I am in first class, so I am closer. <laughs> it is true. I am closer. I stand because I'm tired of sitting. I'm not, it's not a readiness thing. Uh, so I can understand that. I want to be ready to go. I, that's why I stand has nothing to do. And you will deplane him. I don't stand until we're at the, I mean, obviously you can't stand until we're at the gate. So it's only gonna be a couple minutes. So it's less about annoying court. I don't know why people get annoyed when other people stand. It doesn't affect you. And you'll be glad they're standing when they board, when they deplane quicker. But for me, it's just about stretching my little spine. I like it when instructors in Pilates are like, take a nice juicy stretch. I'm like, ooh, juicy joints. Are you frozen? Okay.
1: <laughs> no, I was, I was listening. Juicy thinking joints. about how When I'm on a plane, I'm in the far back and I'm halfway stood because I'm on the aisle and the people in the window are getting antsy. And I want them to know that I understand the urgency of what's happening. I don't want the people in the window to think I'm just going to sit there like a lump but I also understand I'm not getting off the plane.
0: Yeah, this is a common one. People talk about it a lot. And I'm like, look, if you need to stretch your body, get up. That being said, you're going to have to do a weird stretch if you're in the window because you're still under that little roof. So, okay, okay. okay. Now that we've solved that forever, I mean- Okay, now we have a (laughs) a long-
1: This is a true case for the court, okay? Yeah. And they apologize. Sorry, this is a long one, but this is the epitome of annoying inconveniences. I have a demand and claim for damages from at and I'm a first-time home buyer and decided to put a new fence up around my backyard. When digging a hole for the post, my contractor cut into AT&T lines and they had to come out and fix the damage. While I understand and assume responsibility for the damaged lines totaling $491.66, they are claiming I also owe three employees for their hourly rate, of working 12 hours, totaling $1,270, one working eight hours at $846, and the other four hours at $423. So in total, I owe $2,500 in labor costs, $500 for materials, and $420 contractor costs, bringing the total in damages to $3,400, and they only gave me a month to pay it. A few things are particularly annoying other than the exorbitant cost of the bill. Apparently, it's common knowledge to call 811 before digging a hole on your property. But being a first time home buyer, I just had to get certification to buy my house and nothing was brought up about calling before digging on your property. I don't think I had to sign anything at closing, stating I would have to call before. And I worked for the contractor who also did not know. The lines are actually on my property in my backyard, right under where the previous fence was. And we did not move Ooh. where the fence was. We only put up new fence. Also, when AT&T was done working, we still put up the fencing in the original spot and there were no issues. Previous owner was exempt from a seller's disclosure because she had dementia. So I had no information about AT&T lights on my property. I was not at the property the day of the damage. So I wasn't there to get details from the AT&T employees of what I would owe, the severity, how long it would take, etc. My boyfriend was there working on other things, and the AT&T employees told him the work wouldn't take long and they wouldn't charge for the labor costs because they thought the work would only take about an hour. Oh, God. My contractor was also there and was incredibly cooperative by taking the fencing down for them promptly so they could get their work done. Yet, AT&T is claiming the work took all day and they had to come back the next day Help, am I in the wrong? Is my contractor responsible for not knowing or letting so. me know I should have called? Are the employees in the wrong for telling my boyfriend something they didn't deliver? Is at and a greedy corporate asshole for expecting people to come yes. up with 3400 in just a month? Yes. Is there anything I can do to at least get out of paying for the labor cost? Love y'all in the pod. Look forward to every week. Liza, your show in Nashville this summer was amazing and so worth the wait. Thanks for reading. I could really use a win right now. Oh my God.
0: I really hate to say, having been, having Purchased a few homes, not all at once. Um, there are so many. It, the, the phrase is caveat emptor, buyer beware. And they say that for those reasons. Ignorance is not an excuse that you didn't know to call that number. I don't think that woman would have even disclose that even if she didn't have dementia because there's so uh-huh. many things she has to disclose If like someone was murdered there. She may not even, especially if she doesn't even use AT&T, like who knows? What's running through there? That, I guess, is your fault. I do also think it's your contractor's fault. I think there's got to be a way to measure for that stuff. It feels like they're passing the buck to you. I also feel like even if you did owe it, where the fuck do they get off saying you only have a month? Like It's not like they need the money. And if you can't afford that, what are you supposed to? You're going to lose your home because of something they could pay with a pocket change. Plus, the guy said it wouldn't take time. Why would you think to get that in writing? This is all happening so fast. There's got to be a way, there's got to be some wiggle room where you're not totally butt raped.
1: <laughs> do you or any of your neighbors have a camera where you can see how long the AT&T cars were there that day? If you call, they have to be, I think, legally willing to let you pay an installment. I don't know where so they get that. To yeah. Call them and talk to them about that portion and say, look, please, you, you no, know, you know what you need to do? ask for proof that they worked those hours at your property specifically. If they cannot prove that they yeah. were at your property for those hours, then you are not paying those labor costs so that you could take them to court. Like they, they, the burden of proof is on them to say they were at your property for two separate days for 12 hours yeah, fixing I, a line. But because
0: they're not actually in court, you're saying burden of proof, but AT&T, what they will do is they will not answer the phone. They will not cooperate. And all of a sudden, I promise you this is going to happen. Your credit score is just going to be awful. It happened to me because of Emily. It happened to us. (laughs) we had a cable box, even more reason to cut your cord. We had a cable box. She returned it. She said, do I need anything? They said, nope, you're good. And then lo and behold, I get a call from my business manager. He's like, they dinged your credit score because you kept a cable box. And we had no way of proving like we gave this back and they never reached out. They never said anything. They just, Because it's all tied together. They just went ahead and like, fucked my credit. And we got it fixed, thank God.
1: But like... And then the next one we returned, I was like, I need
0: a receipt that I was here. And they were like, why? And I was like,
1: because
0: you said I wasn't last time. You have to escalate this to somebody real. It cannot be someone farmed out because they will just never answer you, never talk. And then they'll just... All of a sudden, like you can't get a loan or something because of this. They work with credit companies. like It's all behind the scenes. So... And even if you get a lawyer, that's going to cost you more than anything. So, good luck. I'm sorry. I guess it's sort of your fault, but also sort of not.
1: I know. That's tough because the it's a contract contractor's like, fault.
0: I'm, yeah, well, like I'm hiring...
1: You. But the, I mean, it's... Yeah, it's tough because you would expect the person doing the work to know what's expected or is it your, I don't know. I mean, I got a note on my door the other day that the gas company has been on my street and they left the most passive aggressive note that was like, hello, people in your neighborhood dig up the gas lines more than other neighborhoods. Please remember to call before doing anything. And I was like, why am I being
0: targeted? It's just never ending bullshit and people just dinging you you and (sighs) anyway. Keep your wires
1: out of my yard.
0: Keep your wires out of my uterus. Next question.
1: Okay, this I already know your take on, but it's so appropriate. Okay, stick with me on this. I'm not a germaphobe or anything and have felt this way pre-COVID. Perhaps I'm alone and feeling this way, but just in case I'm not, here's my submission. I find the social expectation to shake hands with strangers when meeting incredibly annoying and weird. Thank you. I don't know you,
0: and I don't want to firmly squeeze your hand. Well... The whole reason is because you don't know them. Now, we all know where shaking hands comes from. This is well-known. The whole reason you do it, you're supposed to shake with both hands, is to show that you have no weapons, okay? That's why it would be a stranger. You don't need to shake hands with a friend because they wouldn't have a weapon anyway. So the fact that they're strangers is irrelevant. My bigger issue is shaking hands with someone who I don't need to know. Like someone's assistant comes down to the lobby to get us for the meeting. She's like, hi, I'm Jan my. I don't need to shake your hand. I don't need to let you know that I'm cool. Like you're just ferry, shepherding me, ferrying me to another room. The security guard walking me in to get to high. I'm, I don't, it should be implied that no one's doing any harm here. I have said this before. I just go, oh, I'm good. And I put my hands up and nobody cares. People don't realize that they're shaking hands half the time. They're just like, oh yeah, sorry. I'm like, yeah, global pandemic. There's no reason for us to be touching. May as well put our lips on each other. Probably cleaner, than a hand. I don't. I, Probably. You are. Th- that, uh, that person is guilty. You are innocent. Uh, $5 to you. <laughs> Sustain. Okay. Motion.
1: Those all the court terms, you know.
0: No shaking hands. Like I'm done. Legally blonde.
1: I object. I object. <laughs> I'll get right to it. There was a weird moment a while ago during a birthday party of my son's friend, <gasps> both three years old. Another mom I know from kindergarten came up to me, pointed at my dress and asked, are you pregnant or is that just shapeless? Me, neither. Thank you. Her, I didn't want to be rude. Me, well, it was rude. Her, I hope you don't take it badly. Me, I need a moment, but I'll get over it. I need a moment? You need a whole moment? (laughs) (laughs) was <laughs> that, And we spoke about something else later. I was really taken aback and still can't think of a reason to ask that so bluntly. I liked my outfit, jersey dress with leggings and a cardigan, and thought it accentuated my waist nicely. Maybe it didn't sit perfectly after playing with kids, sitting on the floor, but I'm sure it didn't look bad. It's annoying if people seem to know they're rude but still go through with it. Wait,
0: my bigger issue, as always, is a technical thing. You can't say, are you pregnant or is it just shapeless? Pregnancy is like the biggest shape. So it's I guess it's like not shapeless. Weird,
1: it's laying weird. And she's like, are you are they didn't want to say, are you pregnant or are you fat? So they said, is
0: your is your shirt laying on yeah, you she weird? Said, <laughs> she, but this person is not smart because she doesn't know what shapeless means. Pregnancy is the antithesis of shapeless. Yeah, people say rude things. At least she didn't say like, oh, what she should have said was, oh, I didn't mean it that way. I think she started speaking and realized it was rude and like kind of couldn't stop it. And kudos yeah. to you for being like neither. I don't know that you need a minute. I think you're stronger than that. But your your thing is not about you. It's about people who say rude things. Yeah. Somewhere in her life, like she was told that that was like a cute quirk, or it's like like I'm blunt. Exactly.
1: I ask questions. The only
0: time it's okay is if you are on the spectrum and like that is how you process information. Like like you need to know, like, what's going on? Are you pregnant? <laughs> and like, some people can get away with it, you know? And if you thought it looked good, then who cares? Like my friend Lori has a son who's high-functioning autistic and he's just, he's just awesome. And I was like, I feel really ugly today. He just goes, then you should wear a mask. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I like, I don't know, the honesty. I, I, I doubt she was trying to hurt you, but also like, why even bring that up? So you're right. It's so weird. People who, you're right. Like, I have no filter. I'm just blunt. It's like, no, you have no social graces. You've never been punched in the mouth. In the mouth. She'll
1: think twice. I'm sure she was taken aback that the question asker even said, like, that did hurt my feelings. Instead of being like, oh, it's fine. I
0: bet you she, she'll tread a little lightly around you now. A little lighter. Mm-hmm. You probably make mm-hmm. her nervous. You're making me nervous. <laughs>
1: Okay, here's my submission for annoying court. I'm a teacher and the drop off slash pickup line is my quote extra duty each day. We have literally no system in place for parents and it shows the annoying part isn't really lack of a system, but parents straight up ignoring the presence of the crosswalk. Some will stop and let their kids out in the middle of the street, 10 feet away from the crosswalk. Others will stop on the crosswalk to let their kids out. I've asked parents to pull to the curb to mostly bad results. No response or getting yelled at. So I've given up on trying to control the ridiculous chaos. Super annoying. No idea what to do at this
0: point. Yeah. I mean, it's bad enough that as a teacher, you already are paid $8 a week. Plus, you have to understand uh, tactile weapons training and CPR and know what peanut allergy reactions are and we don't compensate you. I. That is annoying. I think parents can be super myopic and entitled and annoying and they're in a rush and they think they're the only ones that matter. Either your school needs to hire a crossing guard, or you need to pin a note to every kid that's be like, be like, Chef Judy's in town. I'm Chef. Wow, Sheriff Judy, <laughs> my pirate chef, <laughs> is in town. I will be dominating. And if you fuck up, then you can't have your kid till the very end. And we're feeding them peanuts.
1: Yeah, I mean the problem is when they're in a car you're at such a disadvantage. What can you do if you tell them don't do that? What like you can't enforce that physically in any way. They can just do it. Like what do you, you can't kick their kid out of the school? You know, like
0: there's nothing you could do. That's so annoying because parents think the teachers aren't doing enough. Teachers think the parents are. Yeah. One thing's for sure. Teachers need all the help they can get. So any parent that doesn't help with that, like you are just not committed to your kid's education, like treating the. God, that's so annoying. That being said, I live near a school and that pickup and drop off is a nightmare and it clogs up all the arteries of our neighborhood. There's got to be a streamlined way. Yeah. Well, they're
1: always fighting about it on the Facebook
0: group. Yeah, it's almost as if Los Angeles is not actually built for people. It's almost as if we have too many people, shocker. (laughs) Yeah. Okay,
1: this is a, I don't know what your take on this is going to be. Christina YB says, people who say wishing you a good day or week instead of have a great day. I may have ended things with a guy over this. Here's what I will say to contextualize. I had a friend who we had a falling out and then every time we have even talked a little bit since then, I get a like, hope all is well, which is very clearly like, we're done with this conversation. Eat There's nothing else to be said. Have a good week. Have a good week, to me, or wishing you a good week is such a, like, a passive like, okay, so you go have your week, we're done. But I might be reading into it.
0: I think the person talking, like, I don't know who's writing it. It seems to be a grievance with anybody that says it. Uh, and they're triggered because like a guy that you didn't like said that but he also could have been like good morning beautiful and now if people say it you're like what the fuck did that mean i mm-hmm. tend to feel like sweeping statements about good what like have a like ho- wish hoping your life is great like it always feels like i'm in about i'm about to do something where i don't do my job or something shitty but i hope this washes it away like i remember we have we were working on a project and i like asked for something very simple And this executive, like, didn't do it. And they're like, have a great weekend, you guys. I'm like, it is Thursday. Like, you cannot wash this away with goodwill. So when it's too big versus, like, hope the rest of your day is fucking awesome. Mine sucks. It also just feels empty. Hoping you're, it's always like, hey there, hope you're well. Anyways, here are the things that I need. It's like, yeah, hope you're barely alive enough to do this. (laughs) Yeah, it's annoying. But not, but not. The wishing part that like your the phrasing is what bothers you. That doesn't the wishing is what bothers you.
1: And you think the phrasing's okay, but the intent is annoying.
0: She it seems to me like she doesn't like the phrasing, to be honest. Yes. And correct. Praising you know, bestowing upon you the happiest of energies and good merriment it myrrh. does feel
1: like Facebook spam messages.
0: Yeah, thank you. Thanks to her good fortune and blessings, I've found her generous member. Like those are all the Bitcoin ones. Like thanks to her generous giving.
1: They're like, Miss Marsha has helped me with my portfolio. And you're like, who? What? It always
0: feels really sexual. I get a lot of those bots, the Bitcoin bots. And I get a lot of these like half English, like sexual ones. Like I'll be like, Hey, you guys coming to bookends in New Jersey tonight. And then it'll just be like, I've never known the touch of a man. Will I do it outside? (laughs) Am I, how will I keep warm?
1: I get DMs from, from those robots where they're
0: like, hello, I'm a lady. Wait. No, you're I'm a, not. I swear. here. I'm Hello. I swear I'm a lady. My <laughs> brother-in-law got one, like a text that was like, and to be fair, like it sat like it was a good try. It was like. Hey, like, this is the number you gave me last night, like hope to see you or whatever. And he was like, I didn't give you a number. So it looks like you text the wrong person. And then they write back. Yeah. Oh, that asshole. He gave me the wrong number. Anyway, you sound cute. What are you up to? It's like, yeah. yeah anyway. anyway, you sound so hot because you said wrong number. I'd love to come <laughs> over. I'm so horny. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That there are some MLMs that do that. They'll be like, hey, you know, are you coming to my whatever? Good to talk to you, girl. I hadn't seen you in a while. And you'll be like, oh, wrong number. And they'll be like, you know what, though? I mean, but it's fate that we're talking because I have a spot on my team underneath me. Like, I think you energetically seem like a great fit to you sell great.
0: Tupperware or whatever. And it's like, ugh. Um, what is trick? Yeah, but like, that, you know what? that That chips away... It corrodes the moral fabric of our country because like I have had people call and like leave a message and I've called back to be like, you know, Maria doesn't live here or like, sorry, it's the wrong, like like, some grandma thinks she like left her grandkid a birthday message and now you don't want to tell her she didn't because you don't want to get scammed. So it really preys upon the kindness of people and it's awful. All these people, I just hope burn in the afterlife or during this life.
1: Uh, ms bfb aggressive cyclists you don't need to scream on your left when it's just mean you on a path todd a gentle bell will suffice I People know. have a lot of
0: cyclist issues people have a cyclists lot
1: hate cars cars hate cyclists
0: you know what it is cycling is a good thing it is better for the environment it's good for exercise but we don't have societies built up to support it like if you lived in amsterdam or something it would be normal but we have this like inextricable tie between like the masculinity and capitalism and Americanism and the consumption mm-hmm. of gasoline, high powered vehicles, and you like, your right to have the right of way. And it's seen as like gay or too feminine, anything that helps the environment. Like there are these weird deep seated ties and we're not set up to support both cars and bikes. And bikes that don't adhere to traffic, like, you guys are assholes, too. Like, if you're in the, like, you have to adhere to the same rules. You can't, like, bob and weave and just do what works for you. So there's an inherent lack of respect on both ends. He's saying on your left, he doesn't know if you have your headphones in. He doesn't know if you're listening. You probably aren't listening. And he's probably... I wouldn't know what that means. <laughs> like, look at me I up I guess my you ear. instinctually go... You get in there and then you stutter step out of the way. Uh, So... I get that it's jarring, but if he did it too quietly and he hit you, you'd be like, I didn't even hear you. So better to just do it with a big foghorn blast. That way you know. But he's also, he's also assuming that people know what on your left means. Like if you've never seen a cyclist, someone's just like, on your left. On my left, what?
1: Uh, We have a comment from... Eliza S., I have a sidekick who used to be my assistant. How do I cut ties but let her know I still have feelings for her? And that got the most likes of any comment in the thread.
0: Now That thing where you drop into your own party and be like, what a minute joke.
1: Hey, guys, it's me. They did like that. They did enjoy that. I would say the best way is to send them a copy of your book, which you did. So
0: Send myself a copy. All things. <laughs> do we have any more? Should we just do? Oh, no, we still have.
1: It's all got time. We, we we're doing more. Dax is a name. People who cheat are so annoying. So much time is wasted and drama gets generated because people can become so insanely selfish in the worst moments. Looking at you, Ned. Whoa. <laughs> I think most of our questions are about cheating. <laughs> Not most. These are graduates and like <laughs> cheaters. No, I'm just talking about to the show in general. Oh, yeah. And I think I can you imagine if like people we respond to people's questions about like being cheated on. We're like, oh, that's annoying.
0: If there's cheating, but it's a a lot of our questions are just based on like, I need the guts to tell someone that they're being awful.
1: Hmm. Yeah. It's so... We also had a good idea from Jacqueline Kasia. When are we going to get merch with a little Eliza and a speech bubble saying, quote, why do we as women dot, dot, dot? Oh, my God.
0: (laughs) So what's happening now is like this podcast is getting popular and it's been around long enough that people have started pointing out to me things that I say. And a fan said this to me. She goes, you know what? You say a lot. That being said. And it was like, that should be the name of my next book. That being said. (laughs) There must have been a book called that already. You right? know, it's like a self-published, like, like observations from a from a New York housewife. That being said, I really like it though, and I do say it a lot. And when I listen back to the show, which I do for quality assurance, I'm like, wow, that's that's a lot of that being said. That's a lot of slight contradictions that are somewhat cute, but probably ultimately <laughs> annoying. Well, there you go.
1: That's annoying, Court. I mean. It is when you when you are committing your voice to tape, you hear like it's weird to figure out what is like a verbal tick. I have a verbal tick in my
0: special, and I'm not gonna say what it is because some people see it, but I was just like, Jesus Christ, Eliza, like fucking polish it up. I get so annoyed at oh. myself, Yeah, I'll tell you later.
1: <laughs> okay. Jewel Spello when you're trying to put your earrings in, but they won't go in on the first try, or when you're trying to fast your necklace, but it takes five minutes that you don't have because they're mean for itty-bitty mouse fingers, and your sausage fingers are trying to balance the instrument of precision that is the clasp. Mouse
0: fingers. Yeah, but you don't want a big clasp, otherwise you'll look like Maester Layton. Wasn't that a guy from Game of Thrones that wore like the locks around his neck? Are you talking about the singer Layton Meester, no. an actress from Gossip Girl? No, Maester, whatever. From Game of Thrones, he wore all the locks. Okay. okay. Yeah, that's tough. And sometimes I, I like start to doubt everything about every skill in my life that like I can't get it. And then you like want to give it to someone else to help you, but then when they take forever and you can like smell their hands and they're breathing on your neck, you're like, just fucking <laughs> give it to me. Okay, you know what? I just won't wear the beautiful necklace. I won't wear the beautiful necklace.
1: Vincent Sarna says, "For me, the most annoying thing is when people email after work hours. Diva, am I on the clock right now? No. You'll get a reply when I'm on the clock." And I need to add to this one because you don't, I mean, you're always on the clock. You don't have an escape. I need to add to this one that people who think, who are brag about like working on the weekends for like, oh, you know, I just, I know it's the weekend, but I just had to send this out. It's like, it's always the people who are not working during the week. It's people during the week who I cannot get in touch with, who aren't doing what they, but they think pretending to do something in off hours balances that. And it makes me so mad.
0: You are correct. And- I feel like you're very good about that. Like, even when we work together, I'd be like, I need this. And you'd be like, Well, these are the things that I did. Like, you're very good about being like, Here's the math. And just because you're doing this now doesn't mean it makes up because you didn't do it before. Like, you're very, like, I think when you have a corporate job like, like you do, or like a real job, you got to be very clear about how you're going to see. In my head, it's always like, Look, Taylor. I didn't text you all week, so can you give me this thing on a Sunday? But it's like, no, she can't. That's her day off, so you got to...
1: Well, there's some awareness of like, look, if this is really an emergency, okay,
0: but... It is. I need my password. I I need my Amazon. I'm old. I'm old.
1: But you exchange work emails all the time because you have 18 different jobs. I do,
0: but... at five like I'm done. I truly don't (laughs) expect a response on weekends. Like I'm just like, sometimes... I'll tell Taylor, I'll be like, I'm sending this out for your inbox so you see it first thing Monday. You don't have to check it now. If it's an issue, I'll text. But yeah, that is annoying.
1: It is annoying. I had to stop myself from doing that just because the culture at like my current workplace is they don't do that at all. And so I'm kind of like, I don't want to be the one emailing on the weekend. So I'll literally, I'll write the draft and then Monday morning, I'll send
0: That's it. a great idea. Or you can schedule it. I scheduled my first email and it sent all on its own oh. little robot.
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh, look at you. Yeah, I felt pretty good about it. She said. <laughs> Melissa Wong, 25. People who use a lot of words just to sound smart, but are actually saying nothing of
0: substance. <gasps> uh, she, I think you're talking about what I presuppose that you're referring to. <laughs> oh, so do me a uh, I feel like you're talking about corporate speak and you're talking about like consultants that just like load up a bunch of jargon. And you're like, it took you so long to look this up. I hate people who can't, I hate people who say, let me finish. Like I wouldn't have to interrupt you. This is boring. I'm to let you should be done looking for my phone charger. You should be done. Let me finish. I've never said let me finish.
1: I don't think anyone would ever try to
0: interrupt you. <laughs> oh God, that's so funny.
1: <laughs> it's like stopping
0: a tra- train barreling down the tracks. So I'm not getting involved. Well, I'll wait. Also, as a comic, I'm hyper aware of time and not just yeah. rambling. And I do think that we're still in these nascent stages of the internet where like people still are like loving hearing themselves and looking at themselves as they TikTok has zapped all of our attention span so much like I don't even have attention for the 15 second video if you have information that you've dangled and you're like hey guys I really want to get into okay so look I'm done like get into it don't set it up like I can tell that you're like enjoying like setting up this story like okay so my pit bull you're like just show me what he ate tell me what he ate let me see that face. <laughs> All right.
1: Okay. Well, we had a lot more submissions for Annoying Court. All of you are entered to win. I will be choosing winners at random. Even if your question wasn't read, you are entered, and we appreciate this. This was very fun. But we need to get into top of the cob. It's the top of the cob. We're doing
0: it right every day. You just take a bite. Top of the cob. My top of the cob, of course, should be that today is the first. Like, well, I guess is that this week, so yesterday, uh, my sixth Netflix special, which you all know, no one who's listening to this doesn't know this, Hot Forever came out. I'm so proud of it. I love the art. I love the messages. I'm really proud of the special and my new book, All Things Aside. But I think my top of the cob is going to be, I never take things from the minibar because it's all a scam. But yesterday there was like a lotion in there and I was like, you know what? I'm gonna treat myself and I just took it and opened it before I could even rationalize it and I just used it and it's probably super expensive and dumb and by super expensive, I mean just like $5 more than it should have been but every once in a while, it's nice to just be like, I'm not gonna sweat this and I'll just take something lovely and use it so I enjoy being in beautiful spaces and using the beautiful things. I don't normally take the lotions or the lip balms or anything but and I always pack my own, but it felt really good to just like live casually like a billionaire and be like, I'll just open this and use a little bit before bed and then I'll ship it home. I just felt like a very rich, like fancy person, like that didn't have to think about the $15 lotion. I don't make a habit oh. of it because it's really irresponsible. That was the way my top of the cob was just frivolous. I'll just try this. And we'll see. Felt nice. <laughs> felt nice, baby.
1: My... Top of the cob is when you blow your nose and a really big booger comes out Uh and it feels like it came from your brain.
0: Or like in the morning when you like pick your nose and it's like a crust that you pull off, like the top, the real top of the cob, the crust. (laughs) Yeah. What's your bottom of the cob?
1: My bottom is I had a new animal friend. It was a bee and it died within a day. So things are falling apart over here.
0: Okay. Well, that's super topical, Emily. Thanks for ignoring the world. My bottom of the cob is, uh, it's not so much Kanye West as much as it is the simmering anti-Semitic rhetoric that we just fully tolerate in this country. There's a book by Mark Marin talks about this on his podcast. And I was, uh, at a meeting the other day and this book came up, the meeting was about the spread of anti-Semitism. The book's called Jews Don't Count, I went into a bookstore and they didn't have it. So I was like, I guess I'll just buy a piece of fiction instead. But it's basically about how the gist of it is Jews aren't dark enough for the woke left, but not white enough and Christian enough for the right. So because so many Jews are white, their plight is not seen as an important one because you still count as white. So you don't experience everyday basic racism people forget that the Holocaust was within a lifetime. Uh, And it wasn't, you know, we look at it now, like America came in and they fix it, but like Americans didn't know and slash ignored what was going on over there for the bulk of World War II. And this was a Mm -hmm. systemic, systematic extermination of Jews. Um, Six million people. And the fact that people deny this Holocaust, the fact that there were people at the January 6th insurrection wearing T-shirts that said, 6-M-W-E, which stands for six million wasn't enough. So if you think you can just talk about uh, white supremacists and racists and you don't connect these things also to anti-Semitism, like this is not just black and white. This is not just about immigrants. This is not just, this is all. And people talk about Nazis and compare things to Holocaust and they somehow leave out the part where it's inextricably tied to the extermination of Jews. And so when you get someone like Kanye West that has a platform like that, and you, ha- you do see a lot of ignorance toward Jews, we'll call it in hip hop, in music, in rap, in Christian thinking in, in our world. And it's kind of like, okay, because it's like, you know, they only said one thing here or there, but these things matter. These things build. And some ignorant fucking 19 year old that looks up to him is then going to think, wow, Jews are bad people. Well, Kanye doesn't like them. Therefore. You combine that with his constant touting of Christianity and Jesus and Jesus and church services and Sunday. I love hip hop and I love rap and I even love country. But when you talk about church services, I kind of, kind of tend to turn it off because that's not comforting to me. And so it's always when you're, when you're Jewish, I get that I'm white, but you are always other than. You are the other white meat because it's supposed to be that everybody goes to church and you're supposed to just be okay with it. But these don't represent comforting things to me. Um, And to a lot of people who aren't even Jewish necessarily. But his ramblings to be like, well, he's just unstable. Even more reason to not like pay attention to this person. And we let these things go because it's like, well, whatever. And they build. And it's not about him being evil. It's about what they represent. It's not about the person speaking. It's about their followers, these lunatic followers and what they get from it. So that is scary and it's hurtful because it's baseless and that's tough because I do enjoy his music, but he's gotten to a place where this guy thinks that what he's saying, like that he is God and he is law and it's fucked up. I think he's a smart guy and it's unfortunate when he does stuff like this because his thoughts are not coherent and we keep looking for coherent droplets in there. So I think if you support this person beyond this, you are complicit.
1: This is a great promo for your book.
0: Well, it's a scam. I had to say it because if you don't, because if I took the time to be like, but I got to plug my book, like we all in self-interest and the the idea of keeping things going, we're like, well, I won't say anything. It's fucking bullshit. Like, it's one thing if you want to get up there and be like, white people are the worst. It's like, well, some are, some aren't. But like to directly call out Jewish people, a group that's already maligned. I put it up there with comments like jokes about trans people comments about trans people like it's already such a maligned group like what are you doing why now emily feels bad anyways so get all things aside i feel bad because i do that and uh i'm really proud of this book but anybody listening to this podcast already is gonna get the book or not it's this no one's listening to this for the first time like a book a what book (laughs) folks enjoy the special i'm so proud of it I'm so proud of us. And this session of Annoying Court, bang, 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 has come to jurisprudence. Nope. Oh. Come, to, come to the conclusion. Okay, bye.